0: Welcome to episode 2 of Now to Play Starfield with me, Finn, and
1: returning once again is John. We are on our Starfield adventure. How are you doing this week, John? Finn, I am doing great. I've seen the stars, I've seen different planets. It has been fantastic. How are you, my friend?
0: Really, really good. We'll, we'll get into the meat of it, but this was the week the game really got its hooks into me.
1: Mm-hmm. I played,
0: between the first episode in this session, I played about Eight hours. It oh my god! F- it felt like thirty minutes, John. I was just so
1: torn in so many different directions. And, and this is still pushing that idea. Of the differences between you and I, because mm-hmm. you did eight hours, I did four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is why this podcast exists. So we can talk about these experiences that we're having with this game. I am blown away. That you did eight hours.
0: But it was wild, John. That entire time I was stressing out because I kept thinking, this is going to be a boring episode. I'm going to have nothing to talk about in this podcast. And when I sat down to write notes, I have all this shit I did. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not even going to be able to fit all this in. But we'll get into that. Uh, A quick recap of what this podcast is. Essentially, we're calling it like a video game book club. Uh, Me and John are playing through Starfield at the same pace. A uh, quick word ahead if you're playing along with us or wanting to follow along. We did chapter two this week of the main quest. That is the quest, The Old Neighborhood. Yeah, so we had our characters introduced last week.
1: You with your character named... <laughs> um, I'm, It's a Mawawe. Mawawe. So, I, I'm saying it in a normal... I'm Native American. Let me okay. recap on that one. So I gave him the uh, Shawnee word of... um wolf, it, it's really mwawe. and it's like, it's real fast, but to make it easy for everyone, it's
0: And he is like, the way you described him last week is like Native American space cowboy.
1: Outlaw, renegade, kind of toeing the line of good guy, bad guy, that old anti-hero kind of thing, yeah. And it's really, really funny for you to say Native American space cowboy because those two things are just so polar opposite when you look at what happens in the real world. John, that's so. what I
0: love. It's like a mashup of two things that shouldn't coexist, but we're in space. Yeah. It's the future. Things are wacky. And then on my side, we've got Big Saj, the infamous space trucker, out doing her thing. Uh she had she had an interesting time this week, I'll put it that way. She, she got pulled into a lot of stuff that maybe she wouldn't have done in her past life. But yeah, uh, I can't wait to get into this episode. But before we do that, we set ourselves a challenge last week we're, we're gonna set ourselves a challenge every week something fun to spice it up a little bit last week Absolutely. we decided to give the audience at home a better idea of our characters and, and try to represent them properly that each of us we would draw an artistic representation of what the others characters so i was drawing your character you were drawing mine uh yes. Do you want me to, to to show mine
1: first, or do you want to show yours? You know what, I because I lean comedy, I'm going to... You, you show yours first. I'd, I'd like to see yours, because I'm pretty sure mine's worse. Okay, spoiler alert, John, I
0: also leaned comedy, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but this is my piece. I'll let you digest it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, as you probably... Anticipate that this is mowaway rocking up to constellation, whipped off his spacesuit, <laughs> and he's one with nature.
1: <laughs> I love the I'm one with nature, and I love the X wing.
0: See, <laughs> <So> yeah, <laughs> oh, the, there's X wings on the on the the boxers. The boxers are couch potatoes colours. Um, <laughs> nice touch. Yeah, the X wings are on there because yeah, you mentioned you wanna your dream was to fly an X wing last week. I figured I could have my stuff. It, it
1: is, and um, that is impressive, and uh, no notes. <laughs> I No notes on this one. You know what? Here we go. This is how bad I draw. I'm just going to send you mine. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is Saj in
0: her space truck. Uh, in her space truck. With the little alien critter. Tagging along.
1: Because we, we were talking about that Satch probably had a, sp- an alien, uh, a pet. And I was like, how funny would it be if that pet's holding on to the <laughs> very top of this, screaming for its life. And Big Satch is like, you're okay. You're fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it. We got to get there. Like, we have a mission. And that mission is to deliver whatever the hell I'm I'm, I'm trying to deliver. And we're going to get there fast.
0: So I'm imagining, John. In real life, you have those truckers that attach, like, the teddy bears to the front of their trucks. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm imagining this this space critter's doing right now. What is the, uh, like, insignia on the side of the truck
1: there? So, I believe I put it, it should be IGC, intergalactic, some, what, crap, now I don't even remember what I did. Maybe, maybe the viewers at home could interpret what that means. Yeah, figure figure
0: out what that means. What did I do the C for? I really feel like you've captured Saj's expression
1: perfectly. as She's just, the shades, bro, love them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was so like, good. I can't draw very well, but um, well, let's go ahead and give that a go. Finn, I, I, I did something else. Oh. I did something else. And I want you to know, we have Adobe, right? Uh-huh. What does Adobe have that they just announced? damn not in these circles but i'm terrified it is called adobe firefly it is adobe's ai art generator again i'm not like the ar art i pay your artists do all that fun stuff. that's how we believe that's what we believe all right but for shits and giggles and having some fun on this podcast i went into adobe firefly and i started like talking about big sag (laughs) and um i'm gonna send you a couple for you Uh, i was like My art sucks, but I think this would be kind of interesting. So I I said older woman, older trucker woman with brown or with dark curly hair on an alien planet. My God. And that's one I got.
0: It's beautiful, John. Right? (laughs) It's beautiful. If I still had Twitter, I would make this my profile picture. This
1: is gorgeous. (laughs) I love this. Oh, my God. I'm blown away. That's Saj sidetrack right So there. yeah, I, I was. I figured. You know what? Why not? Again, AI art. It's very iffy. We understand, but for the sake of comedy sense, I did it. And then I actually did uh <laughs> oh, my Huawei as well. Yeah, my
0: Huawei is great. The uh the left one looks kind of like Rahul Cooley. and the one You're on right. the right. That's
1: exactly what I saw. And
0: the one on the right looks like Nick Scarpino.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was. It, it had a hard time figuring out Native American gentlemen with yep. beard. And yeah, I'm with you. The first that left one, I'm like, that's just Raul Coley, doc. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
0: I'm so pleased with how that went. If you at home wanted to submit some art for the show, we would love to see that. And we'll call it out in the show and we'll talk about it. uh You, you don't have to be good at art as as evidenced <laughs> by us two. uh. So send in whatever we would love to see that, either through the Couch Capades Discord, which if you're listening to the audio version, you can find that in the description below, a link to that. Or if you tag Couch Capades on any social media with the image attached, we'll find it. And yeah, it's time to get into the meat of this episode. And I almost don't know how to start with, with my adventures. Because okay. like I said, I put in so much time without realizing that. I just got pulled in so many different directions. I started literally to to place us. I started last week. uh, Or I started this week right off where I left off last week, which is at the lodge with Constellation. After I left the lodge, I just kind of wandered around the Atlantis for a while um, and just was trying to get my foot in. I feel like I know the city pretty well at this point because I've been in and around it quite a lot. Um, There's lots of different stores and little things as I was walking around, my adoring fan appeared for the first
1: time. Oh! By the terror, by the terror, by the I can't believe it!
0: Oh, damn it! Is it,
1: Is it really, really you?
0: He asked if he if I needed like a sidekick. I said to piss off for a while because <laughs> I didn't want him crapping my style. I had stuff to do. And he's just stoked to see me every time Even if you tell him to piss off You still see him like wandering around the city Getting coffee and stuff and he'll like Really? Yeah and and he'll just like Point you out and just go like oh what are you up to now Adventures I bet oh you're the best And I'm like (laughs) yeah, fine So I started Doing side quests in the orbit of The planet where my house is there's this Satellite that I was just interested in I was like on my way there anyway So I decided to check it out so I heal the Satellite No response. I was like, okay, something's going on here. What this satellite is, John, is an abandoned space casino. What? It's like pure. It's like all the walls are like gold painted. There's poker tables. There's slot machines. It's, It's wild. You just go in there. Uh, But it's abandoned, right? And like all the systems are shut down, except for the fact that again, bad guys have infiltrated it, and like you got to shit them. But the the whole gimmick of this is it was a zero gravity space casino. So there's no gravity. That's freaking awesome. (laughs) There's no gravity in here. So you're fighting these spacers, and like you're using your boost pack, and you're fighting zero gravity. And... That's cool. What's interesting about fighting in zero gravity, especially when you have a shotgun, is the recoil will blow Sh- you back. <laughs> so you're trying to get close to these guys, you just keep shooting yourself backwards. Holy! And if shit, you want to like get close to the, awesome. close the guy quicker, you turn around and propel yourself forwards. So like, I got yeah. rid of these guys. Um, what's funny is that uh, I cleared out all these guys, and there's like the computer in the back room is. Basically excerpts of critic reviews of the opening night of this casino, <laughs> and they're basically all panning it, saying like it's a relic of like this bygone Vegas tack, and we hate it. Wow! And it was so weird to like see like okay, we're just like yeah, I get how this would be
1: like so tacky and lame to these space people, yeah. <laughs> but it was so cool. I was like, there's a space casino. I finished the bartender's quest. Mm-hmm. To get the uh stuff. Oh, that I we did needed. that
0: too. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that yeah. Oh, so <laughs> what's funny is so like uh you go up to this like storage depot. Um you uh you talk to the guy and you try to persuade him to let you in. No. I feel the persuasion. Ooh, so how, I got the persuasion. You got the persuasion, right? Yeah. How does Saj get in there? How does how do we get by this tight security system? So I walk away and start to mull over how I'm going to get in here. And I turn around, uh-huh. this fucking dude's sweeping. And he's like, <laughs> he's just sweeping the ground and looking in the other direction and like, I bet I could just walk on by you. And sure enough, I did. Opened the door and fucking took the thing and left. Dude literally just turned his back on me so we could do some sweeping. idiot <laughs> stealth Saj. the perfect crime <laughs> i was like some security guard you are that was the easiest quest i ever did in my life
1: <laughs> I it, i'm like i need to level up my persuasion so i'm like all right I'm going to have to really convince you like this is for the end of the world, but I'm not going to take anything that you don't need. Something really simple. And he's like, yeah, I guess you got a point. I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks. I just walk in grab it. And I'm like, have a great day. He goes, we're not going to talk about this. I'm like, no, we're not. And I just give it back to the bartender. And that was it. Yeah. Huh. Went to the mission board. Now, this
0: is exciting, John, because the mission board gives you all these like little uh, handy things to do. And they basically boil down into three categories. One was go and kill these pirates, which isn't Saj's bag. So I haven't taken on any of those contracts. The second lot is make deliveries, (laughs) which is absolutely (laughs) Saj's bag. (laughs) Well, there we go. And I'll take that one. (laughs) So I took one of those, went to the planet Gagarin uh, and dropped off a delivery there. When you're dropping off delivery, you don't have to actually do anything. As long as you land a ship on the planet, it's yeah. considered delivered. So I literally didn't explore that planet. I took another contract. This is the third lot of of contracts okay. you can take, which is survey this planet for research, which had the highest, uh, like credit reward on it mm-hmm. to go do. So I took that. Uh, I don't know if you like have done anything like properly surveying a planet yet. Uh, No, actually I haven't. Right, okay, so I'm going to explain to you how this works and I'm going to ask you if this sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So bear with me. So the planet I got to survey was called Somati in the Niron system. So you go there and the game explains to you that when you arrive in orbit of the planet your ship can scan the whole planet And, like, get, like, an overhead reading of, like, what's on there. And some planets, depending on the size, depending on if it has anything interesting going on, that might be all you need to do to 100% survey this planet. But most of the time, if it's got interesting shit, you're going to have to go down onto that planet and, like, do some legwork. Sure. So, scan the planet, got some stuff, like, somewhere around, like, 40% surveyed just off, based off, like, scanning it. So then, obviously, I have to land. So in order to fully survey a planet, you have to scan all its flora, all its fauna, and all of its ecological sites, right? So, yeah. so this this planet had three types of ecological sites. It had, like, four flora and three fauna. And, you know, the the way it works is, oh, and you also have to scan all of the materials. So you have to find out where, mm-hmm. like, go get some helium, go find some aluminium, scan those, right? You scan the materials once you're good to go. Okay. (laughs) With the flora and fauna, you have to scan multiple of them to get like 100% on that particular species. So like, on this planet are these like crab creatures. (laughs) And you scan the first one and it's like, okay, 13% scanned. So you have to keep scanning all of these uh, crab creatures. And, like, as you scan them, you get, like, more info about them until you eventually reach 100% on that species. And you got to do that for every one of these uh, creatures. So there's, like, these big crabs. There's these, like, little herd crabs. And then there's okay. these little, like, snakes with, like, circles on their head. And they don't really, like, they don't really do much. They kind of just sleep all day. the okay. The little crabs... Operate in herds and if you like disturb their herds they'll swarm you and the, the hunter crabs are what they're called they're the big boys and they'll just like attack you if you get too close and they're they're bastards I got jump scared by one because like I went in to scan one and the one was behind me and I turned around and it was right in my face are you oh no you were sleeping you weren't fucking dead ah! <laughs> fuck fuck they're no joke. I nearly died to one of those. This wasn't like a huge job. It took me a while to scan all this planet. But the cool thing is, if you had like a huge planet that you wanted to like survey all of it, and you need to like, you could basically set up shop there. So you can set up outposts, and outposts yeah. are essentially like as big or as small as you want them to be. So okay. you, you start with the outpost node. I didn't. I didn't like go that deep into it because i was like overwhelmed but essentially you can just like build shit <laughs> and you can make so like, you can sh- build your own town yeah you, can, like- you can build bases like, yeah, you can build like towns and like on this planet there's like clearly a bunch of like shells of structures that you could okay. like basically beer and use, convert into your own little space stations, and you can name them. So, like, by default they're just (laughs) called, like, this one was just called, like, uh, Research Station 1, but you can name them, and you could be like, this is Space Station Alpha Bravo of the, you know. (laughs) The ecological sites are weird, they're kind of, like, basically just scanning the plants, but they're, like, unique. There was, like, a crystal cave, there was these, like, diseased eggs, uh, There was, like, these fungal growths, and that, that was the three on that planet. And all around the map, you'll find these, like, different little, like, structures. Um Some might be just, like, civi- th- this is essentially what you went through last week on the first planet we landed on. Some of them might be civilian structures. Most of them are abandoned power plants or factories that pirates have overtook. Okay, all right. I got sucked into just, like, wandering around this planet, man. And it does seem like you can just, like, go around. Go. Yeah, and, like, go as you please. Occasionally, ships would, like, pass overhead. And, like, Mm -hmm. it was appeared like, they were landing just on the horizon. And my initial assumption was, I can't just go to that ship and meet that guy. Yeah. And I wanted to test it. So I, I took note of where one was where it landed, and I Mm -hmm. just walked in a straight line. And sure enough, the fucking ship is there, (laughs) and you can go into the ship and meet the guy. He's, like, repairing the ship, and he's friendly. You can talk to him.
1: Make yourself at home, stranger. I'm okay with visitors on my ship, so long as you follow the rules.
0: There's not much to do with him, but, like... You can just hang out on that ship for a while, and he like there's, he's like takes some food, and then you go to the ship, and then he like sets off, and he does his thing. Just a uh, little nice thing that gives you a sense that
1: like this world is real. I love. I'm it. actually really shocked at that because when we get to my side, well, I, I had the same opportunity uh-huh. where I saw a ship overhead. I'm like, oh, yo, cool. I'm gonna Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. I think I can get there, and I just got there. And then I got shot at. <laughs> so how in God's name are you getting all these friendly people? And this world, this universe wants to kill me.
0: Yeah. Uh, it definitely, it gets more hostile as I go through this, this play session. Um, another thing I found in this planet was this, like, survivor whose party had landed a ship on the planet but got ambushed by these hunter crabs and he was like the only survivor. So I had to heal him and take him back to his spaceship and then he set off to doing his thing. So I had to save that guy. It was rough because I ran out of ammo at a point, so I was just meleeing these crabs. (laughs) So I'm at 94% of this planet surveyed. Jesus. There's one... I've scanned everything, but there's one creature I haven't found yet. And so I couldn't figure out where the last thing was because there was like ice there was mountains there was forest and apparently I had 100% of all of those and the only area that you couldn't land on was the ocean and that was that was saying 0% so I was like oh there's underwater there's an underwater creature I have to find so I land on the coast walk over to the coastline and go to the ocean and sure enough there are like these big fish like plopping around in there that I have to scan this excited me, John, and this leads to the first disappointment. <laughs> oh no. Your character can swim in water. All right. Okay. Your character can swim on water. Your character cannot dive underwater, which oh, is where okay. these fish are. Mm-hmm. So when you're scanning them, you get an outline of what this fish looks like, but you can't go in for a closer look. You, you can't can... actually see what the fish looks like. That... What? Like, then... Maybe there's like some vessel that i get at some point that i can dive underwater mm-hmm. and get a better look no that's just not a thing i looked it up there's just no way to get underwater in this game so and yeah eventually like when you're because you have to scan like fucking 10 of these things to get the. the <laughs> so, so i so i just just like swimming around this <laughs> sea coastline and that part sucked but everything else about yeah. scanning that planet i loved and you can do this oh with God. everything. You can do this with moons. You can do this with, you know, like bigger space stations. So yeah, that was a whole thing unto itself. Uh I went to the moon of this planet, because at this point I'm I'm hooked. <laughs> I wanna I wanna scan everything in every planet and every system. Uh the moon was like much smaller. I only had to scan some materials. But there was a okay. civilian post there. Uh oh. And I got a little bit, like, more lore. Uh, What these guys consider... So there's the United Colonies, which is New Atlantis. There's the Crimson Fleet, which are the Space Pirates. Mm -hmm. There are Spacers, which are basically Space Pirates, but aren't organized. They're just, like, their own thing like each spacer is its own individual scumbag going out doing their own scumbag thing like if we were out there robbing people we'd be considered spacers space Um, okay gotcha and then on this moon there's this small settlement that is part of the league of independent settlers and essentially what these are is like oh and there's also the free star collective so right okay this is me getting
1: to grips you, with this game. You dove into this. I'm impressed.
0: Yeah, so I'm trying not to rant, but there's so much to digest that I want to make sure I get to all. This should give you a sense of me like rushing around this game, trying not to
1: get distracted. I am so shocked <laughs> by this because all the crap that you're saying, I'm like, how in the hell did I miss all of this? Yeah, like I could have spent
0: 20 hours in between the settlers and last and I am just overwhelmed by stuff <laughs> there's the free star collective which consider themselves to be like a lot more liberal and a lot more like let's go out and see the frontier but they do have a military force okay the league of independent settlers are a loose collection of like i said independent settlement groups that don't have any yeah. protection they're just out doing their own thing huh. so i'm talking about this on this moon and I go into like this small bar on this moon and talk to these people about it. I'm like, isn't it hard being like your own independent thing with like no protection. And they're kind of like, yeah, but once you live in new Atlantis long enough and you like, you figure out that's not why we went to space. Like, why would you just spend all your time in this city like it's so much freer right here and look at this beautiful skyline it did look beautiful by the way when i land on this moon and i was just blown away by how beautiful this moon looked it was barren but it was like gorgeous and so i was like yeah i get what you're talking about and later down the line this is me skipping ahead a little bit but i'm back in new atlantis and there's this like janitor girl and Mm -hmm. she (laughs) it's funny the way like video games work she has to like project her dialogue out to get me to notice her to come and talk to her she's like god i hope my boyfriend tony and i can go on a date when i'm finished my shift i'm like okay what what's your deal and she's basically like yeah we're both in part-time jobs we're grinding to go and explore space because we're sick of new atlantis it's so bougie here again like this isn't why we went to space and you really do get the sense of like on one hand it's dangerous out there in space and there's all these fucking guys just trying to kill each other and there's creatures trying to kill you and it's hostile and on the other hand it's like that's the beauty of going to space like you don't want to just like sit in this one city and just live your life not exploring the unknown yeah and so that that's That's, what I think is the duality of this game is going to be that's what I read into
1: it I love that because that's kind of what I was hoping the game would be yeah is because the space is, I know Rose is here and she's already yelling at me. Space is the final frontier. Yeah. And so it's just to go out and experience everything. Like uh, it's, it's cool to have a place to call home and settle, but it's also cool to like, all right, I'm going to this moon. We're going to look around there and just keep on going because the vastness of space is the beauty of it. And and I, I love that you found that and I'm jealous that you found that because that's, Kind of what I wanted this game to be. John, I know like it's not
0: possible that this game is of the scope and of the scale that I am perceiving it to be at this early yeah. juncture. But it feels like it. And it feels like no matter where I go, there's always something interesting. This is what mm. I, this is the point I'm really trying to hammer across this rant. Is that I keep getting pulled in all these different directions. Because the simple loop of exploring space is so fun. Yeah. And I just I can't get enough of like all these different tiny stories and all these little environmental details. I love it to bits. But then I eventually sat down and said, Listen, Constellation needs me. We need to do this main quest. So I go back to the lodge and I say, Sarah, it's been a hell of a time, but I'm ready to start. <laughs> so Sarah decides to join you on a quest to yeah. track down a lead for another one of these artifacts. You'll remember last week... Basically how we got started with Constellation is we found this artifact and we saw this weird trip vision. We gave them the artifact and it became part of this blob of other artifacts that we think leads to intelligent alien life. So Constellation's quest for the time being is to track down as many of these artifacts as you can and complete the puzzle. So Sarah decides that she's going to tag along for this. One, because like, she's bored of sitting behind a desk and she wants to go on a space adventure. And two, to kind of, like, measure your worth and your loyalty to the Constellation yeah, group. Yeah, get that. 100%. So she tags along with you for the direction of this mission. Uh, you go to the UC Vanguard. And these are, like, basically the United Colonies group of not quite military, but, like, not quite military, not quite police, but somewhere in between. Yeah. And you hear of this one guy named Morara. He reportedly found a strange artifact in a system called the Soul System. Yes. Tula, who's the guy you're speaking to at the UC Vanguard desk, mentions that the Soul System is not of much interest to anybody anymore. The only thing that UC cares about in that system is Mars. And even the people on Mars don't want to be on Mars anymore. Yeah. And so you're like, whoa, we're going to Mars. We're going to, we're going home. We're excited so at this I,
1: point. I, yeah, we, we are. I, I, I found this one interesting because with my, with, uh, Malai, I made him a, uh, what did I say? A UC born, right? Yeah. Uh, you're oh, no, a military colonies native.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: so I had, I had different dialogue, uh, choices when I met John Tula. And so like, mm-hmm. it was, it was very interesting. Cause I, I, I kind of went through that dialogue tree and because he he said something to the effect of, Hey, do you want to be a, a citizen? And that's when it popped up for me is saying, Wait, I was born in the United Colonies, aren't I a citizen? And he's like, No, you're not, because we count citizenship on your service. Wow. So I was like, Okay. What? Okay. Uh before we jump into going to space, uh, John decided that he wanted to buy some pants.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: Where'd you go to buy <laughs> so pants? I found the store? I found the store and uh, I was grossly disappointed in uh, these pants and the, the, sh- the shirt and everything. So I didn't buy anything on this one. But what I found fascinating was that I met a man named Samson.
0: Okay. Tell me about and Samson. Samson
1: was like, hey, man, I'm an art dealer. We're about to sell some art. And uh, I really kind of need someone... Well, actually, you know what? I need someone to go pick up this art for me. I'm about to make a deal, but I don't have the art in hand right now. I'll be delivering a piece of art to a very particular client later. However, I don't yet have the <laughs> art in my possession. Oh, <laughs> kind of like this? Actually, would you like to pick up the artwork and bring it back to me? Uh, you? No payment off of you. You won't be paying for anything. You just, You just got to go pick it up for me. And I'm like... I'm going to come back to you, Samson, because I'm very intrigued by this, but I got to go do this mission with <laughs> Sarah because she's following me around and I'm trying to be good for them so I don't go off and do some weird shit. And she's like, oh, what the hell are you doing No, We don't want you in our group anymore. Get out. So I was like, Samson, I- I'm, I'm going to come back to you. <laughs> but it was very weird. Just this guy like, hey, you want to go pick up some art for me? I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? So that's
0: interesting. I don't know. If you like how much you talked to Sarah before starting the mission. Basically, she's like, hey, I'm tagging along. You're free to do whatever you want. No judgment. Mm-hmm. Like we're all a bit morally reprehensible here. So yeah, if you end up like going I, on I a demon
1: mission, like <laughs> I do appreciate that because we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I forgot about that during that time because I was like, what Sarah's with me. I don't know what I want to do, but yeah. I I remember that later, and we will most likely talk about that in this episode of the podcast, so let's go to Mars, Finn. Yeah, so we land
0: on Mars. The landing is shockingly unceremonious. Uh, We visit the settlement of Cydonia on Mars, which is entirely underground to shield from the harsh Martian landscape. Sarah notes how depressing it must be to live here. Look at this place.
1: I can't imagine being cramped down here, choking all the fumes and the dust. No trees, no grass.
0: It's depressing. And it does seem like rather, you know, like,
1: sad. <laughs> like the- yeah, it really was. Yeah, you're, it, it was sad to see all that stuff because you're like, you could tell at one time it was thriving. Mm-hmm. And then just as time kind of does its thing people found other ways to make money or everything on Mars got either got more expensive or they ran out of the resources and like it got, it was very sad. You're correct.
0: So you go into this like dive bar, essentially you ask about Mara. Uh, someone at the bar mentions that Mars, this is just some random guy at the back that I know He mentions that Mars is nothing like earth. And he also says that to be fair, earth is nothing like earth used to be. and like, that intrigued me. Uh. So you talk to Bartender Jack. He lets you know that Mars mis- went missing while on patrol. Uh, it's deduced that his last known whereabouts was Venus, because he was talking about like the Lady of Love. And obviously Venus is the god of love, so Sarah yeah. clues into that. Um, so you go to Venus. Arriving at Venus, you sneak by a fleet of religious zealots. Uh, I forget what they're called, I... but they worship the Great Serpents loved this part yeah this part was cool so essentially what's happening is like you see this fleet and sarah warns you like hey they're gonna swarm us for like basically no reason there's no like talking these guys down so we're gonna have to be stealthy about this and so what you have to do is to get you have to go to the satellite to get like a recording of like where mohar is and so what you have to do is you have to power down basically all of your systems except engines and you gotta like approach slowly because when your yep. weapon systems are on, you're like more easily spotted. But when it's only engines, you can just kind of drive up real slow. Uh, how did this go for you?
1: This is when I changed my perspective on my ship. Cause I was like, with, cause you're in an asteroid field. And so I was just kind of like, all right, I don't know how much, I, this is how deep I went. I don't know how much leeway I have with wise, with my ship, with the Frontier. So I was like, oh, I don't really want to hit anything. I, obviously, there's no sound, but if something like a sensor goes off, maybe that's going to the zealots are going to catch that. So I went in third person mode and I just kind of floated my way through, went completely around and, and it, it got I got it. It got a little hairy for me as you're coming from because I went from the top down and you just start seeing all the zealot ships. And I'm like, how close am I going to get to this? Are they going to see me? Because I'm like, I can see you. You can probably see me, but I just kind of kept on going. And then finally I was able to download it and get the uh, transmission. And then I just kept on going. What about you? Yeah, so um,
0: uh, I I did much the same thing. I was able to to evade their capture. I just love the idea from like a game design perspective of you can go sneaky, but you're leaving yourself completely vulnerable because all your weapons and shields are down. Yeah. Love that. Lo- love that. It's high risk, high reward, I feel like. Um, what is interesting and how, like, I think I was able to justify it. So, whenever I was taking out the space pirates earlier for the three families, the like one of the satellites seemed to be like, Oh, there's no pirates here, that's just gonna be an easy one. I just gotta go activate it. As I got closer, they basically like appeared out of thin air. I was like, Oh, yeah. they must have a cloaking device, but I think what's actually happening there is that they had their ship powered down, they were in stealth mode. And my scanners just couldn't pick them up
1: until I was close enough. Oh, that's cool. So I
0: imagine, like, from the the religious ship's perspective, they just can't see anything because their scanners aren't picking up any readings. But, like, yeah. if you were to, like, crank the lasers up to a thousand, they'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. something's on our radar. There it is. Yeah. So that's cool. I like that a lot. And, yeah, you get a recording uh, that... Reveals that Moir has gone to the Nova Galactic Star Yard, which is a satellite orbiting Earth's moon, now called Luna, because there's so many moons.
1: Yes. So you go there. Uh, this is where John went off the deep end. I went to the moon because I saw it. Because I what what caught me, what I liked was Sarah's like, yeah, the Earth, I've heard stories. It's just not there. You can still see remnants. Yeah. Sarah, like, Sarah notes things. that
0: everything around it was abandoned a long time ago and the old star yards are crawling with pirates and scavengers. Earth apparently lost its atmosphere and started sputtering out into space. The whole planet was evacuated in the span of about 50 years. How sad is that?
1: That's insane. That's the planet
0: we all came from. Every, everyone yeah. we know in this game came from, you know, their, their ancestors came from Earth, and we just abandoned the whole thing. Like It became unsustainable for life. And like. It's fascinating they did that. It's hard for me to not see through to the game designers, like, the reason you did this is so you didn't have
1: to remodel all of Earth along with
0: the, the, yeah. all
1: the planets you're doing. But like, because yeah, good lord, if you had to redo Earth, that would be insane mm-hmm. with everything that we have. But it was yeah, kind of cool, set. and I was like, you know what, I'm, I want to go to Earth, but then I saw the moon. And this was when I was like, okay, let's go ahead and just land at the moon. I didn't know that you could just randomly land. Yeah. I I didn't connect that together because this is the first time I've actually landed. Usually it's at a port. Mm -hmm. So I was like, where do I land? And I didn't think about the idea of scanning it for anything. So I finally, I was like, oh, I can just land. So I just picked a spot and I landed and I just started walking. And that's what I did. I I walked and I found a space station, Uh, not a a landing port. I guess it would probably be the best way to put it. But hey, look, lo and behold. The Crimson Fleet is there. Oh, fucking God. <laughs> I was like, "Can can I not just find they someone the happy?" <laughs> I was like, "Jesus!" So I took them out. They only they only had two people, and then I got their ship. And I know last last week we were uh, last episode we were talking about. I don't know if I have that other Crimson Fleet ship. Now I'm very concerned that I might actually own this Crimson Fleet ship because I I got in the cockpit at a landing port. So I think I actually have the ship in my fleet, quote-unquote. I'm not 100% huh. sure. Huh. That was really cool. And I'm like, you know what? I'm still walking. Sarah's still here. So let's keep on going. I found a solar farm on the moon. Solar farm? Whoa. And I found that absolutely just fascinating because we're on the bright side of the moon Mm -hmm. facing the sun. And I was like, that's actually a really, really cool idea. Uh, Found a gentleman there who needed some uh, like meds and something like that. I was like, all right, I'll come back because I think it was a shipment thing. I was like, oh, I'll come back for that one. Don't worry about it. And I just kind of kept on walking. And this is when I actually kind of stumbled upon the ecliptic. Yes. I think I'm saying this right. Mm-hmm. Have you have you ran into them yet? Yeah, because uh, they'll we'll talk about them down
0: the line, I guess, but they're on this space station as well that we, we go okay. to in the main quest. But yeah,
1: talk, talk to me about the ecliptic. Yeah. So it was just one of those, like, it, they had a mining facility on the moon. Uh-huh. And I found that. I, I was like, all right, cool. And again, just like normal, they just started shooting at me. I'm like, guys, I just want to talk, man. So me and Sarah had to clear all that out. And that's when I went down into the mining facility. Like I, It is one of those, you go into the building and you're just kind of walking around, clearing people out. And then I, I saw a downstairs area and I walked down there and I'm like, well, this is weird. And I opened a door and then it just opens up into the underneath the moon. I was like, okay, cool. I just kind of kept on walking and got ambushed by two or three other ecliptic. Sarah and I took them out and then we just walked around. Underneath the moon. I, I don't know how long I was down there because I was trying to figure out what is this for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: what are we doing here? <laughs> you decided I need man. to know what we're doing. You were just like, hey, I want to go to the moon. And like to Sarah, that's like bizarre because it's like, there's so many more interesting moons. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I know. There are thousands. I'm assuming thousands of moons. I can look up in the sky right now and see ours. <laughs> I want to know about that one first. <laughs> Jesus, Sarah, leave me alone. And then, like, you, this is one of those times where, like, it, I saw a ship kind of go over and I'm like, all right, cool. That's a big ship. I'm going to take a look at that big ship. Please, God, don't kill me. Right when I go over, I'm looking and it's the uh, eclectic or ecliptic. I'm sorry. And this is when I actually found the space. <laughs> this fleet. is
0: this is where they double a bit of everything. <laughs>
1: But dude, this is where I find the spacers and I'm like, all right, cool. This is fine. And then Sarah goes, get down. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then she just starts firing. <laughs> like, woman, what are you doing? Let them kill each other. Why Why are you trying to get into this when they can kill each other? And then we just kind of pick up the scraps. I, I don't understand why this is not a concept of war that we're like engaging in, but screw it. So she starts going at people. I take the other direction because they've got snipers on the roof. And I'm like, oh, God, they've got the higher ground. I got to go after them. I've leveled up enough that I've got the um, oh the the booster pack on my back. Yeah,
0: I love the booster pack.
1: Oh god, it made it made moving so much better uh-huh. in this game. Jesus! And so I'm flying up, and I'm just taking out these snipers. We clear out everything, and then I finally f- I find a new port on the moon that I have now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, it was just so cool to see that. The ship ran away like they dropped the guy off. Three people came running Two, maybe two or three people came running out the spacers and just started fighting. And then that ship ran away. And I was like, all right, cool. And that was kind of my moon journey. I kept on walking around multiple different uh, farms in there. And I just I found this really fascinating because I, I spent. I, I said I, it was about four hours. My recording session was about a f- about four hours. I probably spent about an hour, hour and a half on the moon. Right. Just walking mm-hmm. and looking around, just seeing what I could find and like what's there. To the point that I was trying to find the flag, the, the American flag.
0: This is what I was about to ask, John. Because I so desperately wanted to land on that moon, but I was crunching hard to get this mission done for this episode. <laughs> Yeah, The first thing I want to do on the moon is find where they landed the Apollo mission.
1: Yeah. And the flag. That, that's literally, I saw it. I'm like, I want to see the Apollo missions. I want to see the landing. That has so I just to landed be there. there. That
0: has to be there somewhere.
1: It, yeah. And so I, I just, I, I, that was my plan. And I just kind of kept on walking around and I couldn't find it. So I, I know how to find it now. I will tell you this.
0: Right. So here's the thing. Like that's immediately what I was thinking of doing. It's like, we we know where it is on the real moon. So like Google that and like land on the spot. Just like
1: line it up, like, all right, here I am in Starfield.
0: Again, like this this is gonna be something we touch on next week, but I want it to go to the moon, I want it to go to Earth, but like it's so deeply sad, I'm not sure I could bring myself to do it. Right. And like that's to me, that's great writing, because like the sadness comes from how little everyone in this universe cares about the stuff that is everything to us. Yeah. Mars in real life in current day is like where everybody's trying to get to now. Mm-hmm. And in this universe, they're all trying to get off it. It sucks there. They hate it. And they're all trying to get to this big city that basically looks exactly like the cities we live in now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you're you're going backwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> Another cool thing like as we're going into this uh, space station is Sarah mentions like this is where the first ever interstellar ships were made, which is cool because um, that's something I hear a lot about in like space circles. Like when we're going to Mars, we obviously want to launch from the uh, the moon because like there's a lower gravitational pull; it's easy to escape orbit. So like that's cool that that's like yeah, the same principle applies there. Want to want to launch from the moon?
1: The little hints is great. Yeah.
0: Um. So you go to this star yard the satellite that's orbiting the moon and you take out several goons the the eclectic gang are there the there's these other spacers (laughs) that's the other thing about it as well right like again nobody cares about the moon and it's just like left
1: to these bands of thieves and hooligans that are just like scrapping over it god doing whatever they want with it and you're like that's important to us in time right now that's home man that's home and so
0: once you clear out the space station, you find out that Moira has gone to Neptune to escape these uh, bad guys. So you arrive at Neptune. You find Moira's ship. You you close in. And Moira's ship starts shooting back at you. We're like, desist. Cease this. And they're like, hey, they're friends. I'm, in, I'm in the cockpit right now, but pirates have taken over my ship. And, you know... You gotta help me out here. So, um I actually learned about this system before, but this is where the game introduces you to the lock on system the game has. So in order to you're trying to save Moara, but you need to take out the ship. So what you do is yeah. you lock on to the ship, you target the engines specifically, you take those out and then you're able to dock it like you did last week in the in the first mm-hmm. space battle, which I thought was so cool and, and I was excited to do that and I was so stoked to do that. Um That's kind of like I was talking about. I was surprised there isn't like a VATS type system in this game. Turns out there is. It's just for space combat. So like you can target. I got into a lot of space battles and like in different situations, I was like targeting the shields first and targeting the weapons first and all doing all these different things. It was fun. But yeah, you dock on the ship, clear out the pirates, and you find Moira, and he's there and he's pretty grateful to you. Um, he's pretty stoked about like meeting constellation because he wants to explore yeah. space as well. He's like, sometimes I just got to get off that um, red planet. Um, <laughs> so to thank you for saving his life and his ship, he gives you the artifact. And so from there, I just went back to the lodge, placed the artifact Did you in amongst the rest. not to him anymore? Um, he offered to, he, he, he said he wanted to join. Okay. Um, no, it was so funny. So, like, Saj just dismissed him so funnily. The way he said it was like, listen, I'm always looking to explore new things. If, you know, if you need anyone for your crew, wink, wink. And I was just like, "Wink." Yeah. well, good luck with that, I think is what I said. And he's like, <laughs> uh, thanks. Um, so I just I just <laughs> left.
1: And did you take him on to your crew? I I said I would think about it. And he goes, all right, cool. Let me know. I'll be in Sidonia. I was like, all right, I'll see if I remember this. So. Cool.
0: By the way, Sidonia is fucking huge. There was so much to is that. It? Like I I just didn't explore. Like yeah. uh and then yeah, you take you take the artifact back to the lodge. Uh it does the thing.
1: Go on. Finn. Yes. When I was on the moon, I had contraband. Oh. I had contraband on my ship as I got back what was the contraband do you know I don't know it was just contraband so,
0: something these uh ecliptic guys had
1: Sure. yes
0: so you, wa- you know you when you get up- back into orbit yeah
1: you you get scanned
0: yeah you go to the orbit of the planet jameson about to launch new your Atlantis. it's like hey we're gonna scan your ship it's all protocol and suddenly these guys are like wait a minute Wait a minute, what's what's this? Mawai, what do you got on there?
1: So, tell me how this went. So I got hailed and arrested. Contraband on board. Halt and prepare to be boarded. All illegal and stolen goods will be confiscated. I'll let the slide. I've got special orders. You're coming with me.
0: Stand down and prepare for immediate transport to our vessel. It's cool that they actually arrested you, because I thought what would happen is, because all these fucking UC ships in orbit, I thought they would yeah. just like attack you and blow you out of the sky.
1: You you have they they actually give you uh, a couple different options. Like you can play along, and that's what I did. Or you can start fighting. And I was like, you know what? Let's see what happens if I play along. Okay. I I, I I'm trying to build this rep. I want to be this this kind of outlaw kind of thing. So let me let me play along because I w- I want to be nice. I want to see what happens. So. I fully got arrested mm-hmm. and got taken to jail. Space jail. Nice. <laughs> space jail. I, I got taken to Space jail Uh, where I actually met, I'm gonna butcher the hell out of this name. I met Commander Alanda. A Al, a Al, a con Icondi? Commander uh, I, I'm Wakanda. butchering. Yeah. <laughs> and um he goes, Hey, we've heard about you. We have a mission for you. If you want to clear your uh like rap sheet and you want to do a good for the city. Oh, so this isn't your yeah. like cellmate. This is the the guy that put you in jail. This is okay. the guy that put me in there. Got it. Yeah. Cause Sarah's still with me, which I found that's the part where I was like, hell are you still doing this? <laughs> She's but jail she jail was like, yeah, like, I guess you got arrested. Yeah. We both got arrested. I guess <laughs> We both got arrested. I'm here. I was like, all right, that's where I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You don't really care what happens. I'm, a, I'm full. I'm in jail right now. You're here with me and you're just along for the ride. I was like, all right, cool. And so it was one of those things. I, I I, fully had a conversation with the commander kind of pushing back and forth. Like, all right, what do you want? Like, he's like, well, you can help us. I'm like, well, you can do it yourself. I mean, you are the the UC. You can just do it. I don't know why you're not doing it. Like, you can go blow these people out of the sky. What do I give a damn for? I still get to live. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, but public relations won't like that. Like, you have to think about the broader picture. And I was like, okay. What do you want me to do? Well, we want you to go undercover in the Crimson Fleet. Oh, hell yes. I was like. Continue. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I agreed. They released me from jail and then I had to go get a briefing. And so I have now full clearance to have as much contraband as I pretty much much of a contraband as I want on my ship. Cause I'm going to be taking it to, oh, did I write down the name? I'm sorry. I might not have written down the name. Um, I didn't shit. The, pretty much one of the main people of Crimson fleet. Hell yeah. Like I'm going to be a runner for them. And I, they want me to get caught and kind of start negotiating with them to start stealing all this information for the UC. Uh-huh. One of the, like, one of the coolest things that I could possibly think of doing as my, my I'm building out this character, but it was just very cool. Like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to slide you some money underneath the table. We're going to slide you some contraband underneath the table. We're going to give you pretty much whatever you need, but I need receipts. I need pictures. I need video files. I I need spit. I don't care what you get. I just need it all. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Uh. How they kind of presented it to me and how it it just happened was one of the cooler things that I've done in video games. Just because that that's kind of a, the dorkish side of me, when I'm like, "Shit, I'm about to get arrested." Yeah, can I talk my way out of this? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, you want to be me be undercover? Okay, uh, sure. Let's do it. I'm just so freaking cool. That's so sweet. I
0: cannot wait to hear more about this journey as you infiltrate the crimson fleet I love that so much so John it was just so. I was thinking of how funny it was that, this is where my brain went when you were telling the story about uh, getting arrested just like you and, and Sarah having to like basically grind out in jail like serve your sentence and like Walter and them are just sitting in constellation <laughs> like where the fuck did they go <laughs> like, they were you back two days yeah, they've ago they've gone a long time <laughs> there was something else I was going to say, but I forget it now. There's too much to remember. So we'll just, we'll just go into the talk about next week. That's yes. we're setting ourselves another challenge. The art challenge was a great success. I loved it. Uh, we're keeping along those lines. We're going to do a photo challenge. Uh, I talked about last week, how much I love the photo mode in this game. So we're going to set each other a challenge. We're going to try and take the best photo and we get to submit one photo each. Should we, do, okay. should we do multiple? No, we'll do one photo each. One one photo. I think one photo would be the best the one. The one best photo. And like, it could be anything. It could be like, you know, whatever. Just whatever you think will be the coolest shot for your character. Or it could like not even have your character in it. We're just going totally freeform with this. And then we're going to hopefully yep. have you, the audience, uh, examine these two photos and vote on whoever the best one is. And I, I imagine we'll deliver some sort of reward and or penalty to the winner slash loser. Okay. Uh, we can do that 100% so we'll see what's going on there um, so yeah stay tuned for that and if you're an audio listener feeling left out it's like hey I, I didn't see the the art and I, I, I won't see this photo you're talking about we have a video version of this podcast on YouTube that you could be watching right now and, and seeing all this good stuff and if you already know about the YouTube version hey there's an audio version too you can listen to it on the go you can listen to it while you're driving your ship in Starfield doing all these
1: side quests exactly uh Uh, all those are on apple Uh, we finally got it up up on apple we're on spotify amazon music has something so we i put us there uh but yeah if we're not at a podcasting place or platform that you listen to let me know and i will make sure i'll I'll get us there
0: if we're not on your favorite podcast service please delete your account and move over to one of the ones that we're on (laughs) please do that 100% what's the first thing you're going into next week are you going to keep golden path in it or are you going to try and find the moon landing?
1: If you're going to do more side questy things, I'll find a side quest. I might see how this Crimson Fleet deep cover thing sure. goes. But, but I kind of want to actually just get out there and actually do what we were talking about, where it's like, it's space. Let, let me go explore. I'm kind of interested in this casino, by the way. So I might go take a look, <laughs> look at that one. Uh, don't make the joke of a Native American casino. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh uh. yeah i'll I'll play around on a more side quest now i want to open up the world a little bit for myself so i'll I'll do that all
0: right uh let us know in the comments uh if you want to see us do any particular quests or just what you think about these crazy adventures that we're going on and we will hopefully see you back here next week for episode three till then bye